0: Hello, you are listening to the Treadweary Podcast, the audio arm of Treadweary.com, where we gather around the Word of God to hear what it is that God has done for us, so that we might receive from him the gifts of his grace and mercy. Join Pastor Smee as we take a look at the text coming up for us this following Sunday to hear what it is that God has to tell us, and to open our hearts and our minds as we prepare to worship together. Greetings Church, Pastor Carlton Smee here coming to you from the sanctuary of Bethany Lutheran here in Cushing as we continue uh, the study that we're starting to do in which we take a look at the texts for the week coming up. So we always start with the prayer of the day that we did yesterday, and then uh, we go into the, the Old Testament and the Psalm and the New Testament and the Gospel, which are appointed as part of our three-year lectionary for our Sundays. But before we get to our Old Testament lesson, which is coming out of Jonah chapter 3, we're going to begin again with our psalm, Psalm 86, which is appointed as part of the daily lectionary that we have in the back of our hymnal. So let's calm our hearts and our minds. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Incline your ear, O Lord, and answer me. For I am poor and needy. Preserve my life, for I am devoted to you. Save your servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for to you do I cry all day long. Gladden the soul of your servant, for to you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. For you, O Lord, are good and forgiving, abounding in steadfast love to all who call on you. Give ear, O Lord, to my prayer. Listen to my cry of supplication. In the day of my trouble, I call on you, for you will answer me. There is none like you among the gods, O Lord, nor are there any works like yours. All the nations you have made shall come and bow down before you, O Lord, and shall glorify your name. For you are great and do wondrous things. You alone are God. Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. Give me an undivided heart to revere your name. I give thanks to you, O Lord, my God, with my whole heart, and I will glorify your name forever. For great is your steadfast love toward me. You have delivered my soul from the depths of Sheol. O God, the insolent, rise up against me. A band of ruffians seeks my life, and they do not set you before them. But you, O Lord, are a God, merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Turn to me and be gracious to me. Give your strength to your servant. Save the child of your serving girl. Show me a sign of your favor so that those who hate me may see it and be put to shame because you, Lord, have helped me and comforted me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It is always important to begin our reading Uh, in the Psalms, because that is the prayer book of the Bible, and as I have said uh, quite a few times, the Psalms become a liturgy for us. It becomes a word for us to have when we uh, don't know if we have words at that moment. And sometimes the Psalms speak words that we don't even know, uh, need to be spoken. They either speak to us or they speak to God. And so maybe a practice that you can start doing is to pray that psalm. This, the, it will be our psalm for tomorrow as well, and maybe pick a verse and think about it. Think about how you would pray that to God. And well, now we go on to our Old Testament reading, our first reading for Sunday. It comes from Jonah. Most of us know the story of Jonah, probably all of us know the story of Jonah, and I know that Pastor Carl has done a great job of, of teaching. Uh, this this little book to you. But our reading for Sunday comes from Jonah chapter 3, verses 1 through 5 and verse 10. The word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time, saying, Get up, go to Nineveh, that great city, and proclaim to it the message that I tell you. So Jonah set out and went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceedingly large city, a three days walk across. Jonah began to go into the city, going a day's walk, and he cried out, Forty days more, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. And the people of Nineveh believed God. They proclaimed a fast, and everyone great and small put on sackcloth. When God saw what they did, how they turned from their evil ways, God changed his mind about the calamity that he had said he would bring upon them, and he did not do it. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. If we just take this snippet, this snapshot of Jonah, we miss some things, because most of us know he really doesn't want to go to Jonah. He looks on a map, he picks the farthest place away that he possibly can, Tarshish, which is probably on the coast of what is modern-day Portugal, and and he wants to get out of town. And then he gets swallowed by the, the big fish, the whale, whatever. He's in the belly of the whale, and he basically dies, and he gets revived by God. That's the story of, of chapter 2. And then here we have chapter 3. Again, it's, it's round 2. It's Jonah 2.0. Go to Nineveh. And he finally goes. And God says, and proclaim to it the message that I tell you. So Jonah set out and went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord, the, the command of the Lord. He, he goes finally because God says so. And God tells him to proclaim to it the message that I tell you. And so it says that it was a large city, three days' walk, journey across. I'm assuming that means that it would take you three days to go throughout the city and hit every single street corner, maybe? I don't know. And it says, Jonah began to go into the city going a day's walk. So he walked for a day. He, spicked, he picked one spot, maybe, and all he said was, 40 days more and Nineveh shall be overthrown. That was a sermon. That was it. Bullhorn on the corner, soapbox, 40 days more, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. And that was possibly all that God gave to him, the only message God gave. Proclaim to it the message that I tell you, and that's what he proclaims. Not only is it Jonah being a bad preacher, because he's not saying because God is going to do something, he just basically proclaims what God tells him to Where what ends up happening is it takes the sermon away from the preacher and it makes the sermon the work of God. So that Jonah has a really bad sermon and yet God's work happens. God's spirit moves. It turns the heart of the people towards God. They repent. They put on ashes sackcloth. They proclaim a fast. They believe God that they're going to get overthrown if they don't repent. And Jonah tells them none of this. They do exactly what it is that God does within them using a bad sermon from Jonah, meaning that it's God's work that is happening there. And then it says that God relents. I wonder, if we look at this text, most most of us worry when it comes to our time to go and proclaim the good news, when it comes for our time to evangelize our neighbors, to proclaim the good news of God to proclaim whatever sermon it is that that God gives to us to preach. And here we have this example of God using a reluctant preacher, a bad preacher, with a bad sermon and God brings about the work. Often we worry, well I don't know enough, I don't know the Bible well enough, I don't know how to preach, I don't know this or that or whatever. Well God calls us as ministers and he calls us to speak to our neighbors to proclaim the good news to go forth and make disciples and God is going to make the disciples God is the one who is going to cause us to be fishers of men he isn't going to make it so that it's done by our eloquence but he's going to make it so that it's done by a crucified Jesus by the forgiveness of sins proclaimed in his name and repentance brought about for a people who are needing to turn to God Because that's actually what Paul ends up telling us, where he says, it wasn't by wise words of wisdom or eloquence that I came preaching to you, but it was Christ and him crucified. Where all we have is a Jesus, a dead dying Jesus on a cross, placed in a tomb, in an empty tomb to proclaim of this risen Savior who comes, takes away our sin, buries them in the deepest, darkest dungeon, and leaves them there and rises to give us new life in him alone. And so it doesn't take a great preacher, all it takes is the Spirit of God moving, God doing his work to repent our hearts, that we might turn to him. Let us pray. Almighty God, by grace alone you call us and accept us in your service. Strengthen us by your spirit and make us worthy of your call. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Go in peace, serve the Lord. See you tomorrow.